This is Two Shy Guys a Mile High. Cue the damn music. Yo, yo, we are back. This is P. Will, Young Drip Chronicles in the building. <laughs> What's See? going on? Al Digger in the building. Still, we go, look, we go, we just go, go with tagless. Let's go tagless on it. Whatever. Man, work on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's your boy WB. Come fly with me. We, we back after some relaxation and mental clarity because lord knows it's it's been tough times but you gotta be prepared for those times you feel me life like you couldn't tell me we was gonna be in some type of world crisis if you will or whatever you want to call this and still be rocking and rolling doing the doing the cast man so just for me man just appreciate it every time we get together we get to have a meeting of the minds and and talk about you know, things that hopefully matter not only to to us but to to y'all as the listener. So, um, just thank you um, coming into this season. I know definitely I, I didn't think we were going to be um, just kind of in this world situation we're in. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody's kind of at odds with each other and not knowing kind of where people stand and, during a pandemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty. Uh, preparedness is important. I'm just going to say that. And so being ready for something, not necessarily knowing what it is, but but having concrete plans in place in case of emergency, um, I think a lot of people were just caught by surprise. And so I'll, I'll kind of kick it off, if y'all don't mind. Just having having a plan is better than not having a plan. So people are looking at their, their finances right now, looking at, Okay, was I did I have enough money in the bank? Was I was I prepared for for you know my three or six months emergency fund? You know what I'm saying? These are things that I don't think a lot of people were 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 thinking about. But those who did have kind of had that in place are not as I want to say taxed as as those who didn't have a plan. You know what I'm saying? So I just I just wanted to kind of start off with that. Like, what do you guys think about really having a risk assessment kind of of your life? Like, if this happens. You know, I need to have X, Y, and Z in place. Like, do you guys have things like 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 that in place, or how do you how do you how do you see yourself around that type of topic? And that one could be it's, it's tough because you don't even sometimes you don't know how to get prepared for what's going to happen. Like, you mm-hmm. can't pre- not being able to predict the future, but you got to keep things somewhat in place to know if something happens. This is how I maneuver mm-hmm. to handle a situation. I'm going to tell you a story. Move to a new crib, get the keys. My neighbor is an older gentleman. Like, you know, he was a former Navy Navy SEAL. Wow. And, you know, served time in one of the wars. It was the Vietnam War, I believe. But so he's better. Of an older, older yeah, gentleman. Yeah. Yeah. Older but gentleman. he lives by himself. And, you know, it's kind of hard for him to get around. It's kind of hard. He, you know, had no support. And his family lives out of town. So, you know, he lives in this building. And right up under my actual new unit that I'm in. So he's right under me. So one day, I move, I get the keys, and I order movers to come move from my old place to my new place. And they were 
dragging the stuff into the new apartment and he arrived back. He had some type of medical emergency and he got back to the crib and was trying to get up the stairs because mm-hmm. there's a couple flights of stairs and he couldn't man- lift himself up the stairs. He needed some assistance oh. and he was just there by himself. So like my movers and we can't like touch him because it's hard for his... Uh, I ain't touching nobody right now if I don't know. <laughs> Message! Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So like he's struggling... Tough. But, you know, exactly, you don't want to, you know, COVID and all this stuff's going on right now, so he's impacting my movers. So right now, I'm in a situation where I feel a type of way, because he's throwing off my movers that I'm paying by the hour. Oh, wow. Mm, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I also want to make sure the livelihood of this dude, you know what I'm saying, make sure that he's okay, because he doesn't want the systems, but he's trying to get up, and he's taking a long time, and it's just a crazy whole lots of things. Fast forward, so he gets into the crib, all my stuff gets in. After an hour, he actually gets into the crib. Okay, cool. The next day, in the middle of the night, I take my dog out. I got a new dog. He always using the restroom. Tunchi. Young Tunchi. Shout out. I take him outside. It's four in the morning. Go outside like normal. Get back in the house. And then you just hear these fire alarms, right? Fire alarms going off. And I'm thinking, you know, okay, so I'm tripped the alarm. You know, no need to panic or whatever. So... I look back, I'm laying down, I'm like, okay, I'm finally unpacked these boxes. Alarm's still going off, and then Tasha hit me like, hey, you know what I'm saying, alarm's going off, what's going on? She opened the door, and it's like smoke coming out of this apartment, right? So I'm like, at that point, like you said, preparedness, like, I was unaware of this whole thing happening, so I just gotta react on the drop of a dime, like, okay, PJ, gotta get him up, Mm -hmm. gotta get Everybody, you know what I'm saying, the important documents and stuff, get all this stuff mm-hmm. and get out of the crib. So having that kind of awareness to be like, okay, what can I get right now? Just in case something get real serious, get this stuff out of the house so I can be, you know, at least set up for, hey, I might need to spend a couple of days somewhere. Right, right. You know, but, so. you, but you got some documentation. Yeah, you exactly. Get the, you know, things that's going to make you whole. Yeah, yep, yeah. So I grabbed yep. those things and then you just rush to the car, rush everything to the car, get up out of there. So as I'm doing that, Luckily, I had enough time to actually do that and feel comfortable mm. that I grabbed the things that were important, got everybody out of the house that needs to get there. Young Tunchi got out. You know what I'm saying? So I was able to run back upstairs and actually uh, notify the neighbors because the neighbor got two little girls and stuff that live there, one of the neighbors, another uh, the, uh, neighbor. The, up, the upstairs neighbor. The upstairs right? neighbor okay. from me. Okay. He has a young daughter, about one, a little over one. So I'm just knocking on their door and stuff to uh, make sure they're all out. And then, but we didn't realize, like, a large plume of smoke coming from that older gentleman's apartment. Which is under you. Under me. Right. Exactly. Wow. So, wow. like, when I went to go notify the neighbors, he was the last, he was the last neighbor that I could get to. Uh, uh, one of the other neighbors from upstairs came down and we was like, hey, we got to rush into this door. I think the smoke's coming from this actual apartment unit right here. So, we bust into the door. Full of smoke, can't see anything in there, mm. and it was just literally. I was like, "Man, this is a crazy situation. I've never been this close to an actual fire that's going on." Mm. And how do you react to right, you know, just a situation as as is happening? So I just thought, like, okay, fire, gotta get a fire extinguisher. Mm. Grab the fire extinguisher next to the place, spray the joint down, because when you looked inside, you could only see he had a a lamp. But it didn't have a lampshade, so I could see a light, and then I could see the fire right in front of me. But I don't know, like, how the layout of his crib is, so right, right. I'm like, 
I don't know how far I'm trying to go in here to actually extinguish this flame. So I just got one foot in, one foot out the door. So I'm spraying the flame, pop the fire extinguisher. You're not thinking all that pool, aim, spray, sweep. You just right. dousing the, you know what I'm saying, right. flame right. however yeah. you can. Training went out the window. Training <laughs> went out the window, but you know what I'm saying, you got to stay calm in situations like that. So like I was just spraying that as much as I could, emptied that one out, and I'm like, okay. But at that time, my other neighbor, he came down as well, and he was trying to, he actually provides some assistance to the man. Mm. Like uh, he was, he's like a, a volunteer firefighter. Wow! Shout out! Yeah, to the shout out to him! Shout out to him for real, because he was able to respond the same way, and it's also good to have a some type of companion helping at the, you know, what I'm saying. So I was like, hey, you know, I got to do something to help this guy. I can't let him do it by himself. So luckily, he was there as well. Shout out Benjamin. Mm. Um, but went in there. I dropped one uh, whole fire extinguisher. Ran upstairs, grabbed another fire extinguisher, dropped that one whole thing in there, emptied that out. And then, like, what I heard after that, the other guy, he went in there, since he knows the layout, he went in there to try to check on the gentleman. But he has, like, a kind of set up a large couch on one side and then love seat on the other side. He said the night before he had put him down on his couch where the direction of where the flames was coming from. Mm -hmm. Because he said he took him to the bathroom, so uh, he dragged him to the bathroom the night before so he can use the restroom, and then he put him back on the couch, and that's where he left him when, you know, he got late at night. right? Right, right. So... I could see the flame from in front, but I heard somebody, uh, I heard somebody's voice to the right of me saying like, help, help. I need some type of assistance. So I'm like, man, at that point in time, I'm like, oh, some, like the man's in here. I didn't know like he was in there or, you know what I'm saying? Hopefully everybody had got out, but I forgot he's hard. You know, he can't move really well. None of that. So I was able to hear that, but it sounded like it was real close. So what Benjamin actually did was the love seat. He was actually somehow, he must've got, from the couch to the love seat, mm. and um, he was able to pull the love seat closer to the door. So, like, I hear this within like arm's reach. So, I reach out through the smoke, and I really I can't see anything. And he's like literally arms length away from me, and I was able to see his like uh touch his hand. So when I did that, I was just like, the first thing I got to do, I just got to yank this dude right. up out of here, so you know, saying so he can be safe. Right. So I just yanked as hard as I can, but I heard him like saying like his arm. It was it was hard to like uh. It hurt him. Right, but you're trying like, hey, you to get him out. you try trying hey, to no. save your life. You that Tommy John rule. Hey, whatever. Right. I, so I yanked him, and somehow, and yeah, he got on the floor. I yanked him pretty hard. Hey, that's what I had to do. Right. So he was on the ground close to the door. So uh, Benjamin was actually able to grab his legs. I grabbed his arms. We were able to pull that dude out of there, man. It was just wow. ridiculous. Man, they need to have a ceremony for you in Washington, boy. Wow, you need to man. keep the city for that. Hey, for real. Oh, I got the key to the city. Hey, I got the key to the streets. <laughs> but no, shout out shout, to, out, shout out to you being the fireman. You know what I'm hey. saying? We got Toonshi, the fireman, coming. Because this is not the only time that Phil has prevented and saved the forest fire. You feel me? Hey, because man. even before then, before you even moved to the spot, I remember when we were walking out, and then you were like, man... I was walking out there. I saw it was like a fire going because I was like, "What's taking feel so long?" He's talking about going to walk the dog. So yeah. he came back, and then you had to get some water. You said people were pouring golden peak tea or whatever, yeah, and like using the water for water and throwing it out. And he was like, "Man, when you leave, make sure that the flame's not going." And then I had hit you. And I was like, "Man, it's still going." So 
you prevented that fire too, yeah. man. You you but it was one of them hot days, hot days in Seattle. That that fire was beaming right on that little spot. Right it was just fire. like some dirt. Yeah. And it caught fire and I tip, man. I just grabbed a gallon, a couple gallons of water, man. I just dumped it down there just to make sure it was close enough that I could see it. So I was like, mm-hmm. man, make sure that this thing don't spread. So Wow. Yeah. Having that type of awareness, you know what I'm saying? Like we say, awareness and preparedness. I was mm-hmm. able to be calm, hey, notify, hey, I called the uh, non-emergency number. I said, it's a fire going on right here. You might mm-hmm. want to check it out. Wow. But yeah. I was able to douse it a little bit, so I yeah. mean, it was okay. I think there's two sides of it as well, too. I think there's the um, oh, emergency preparedness. You want to be prepared to make sure you have a fire extinguisher in your crib, mm-hmm. that you have things in a, bo- a fireproof box, that you have the clothes, right. just the, the, the stuff, stuff that yeah. you have to have stashed away. Yeah. But there's also awareness, too. Because you're aware to utilize all the education that you've gotten throughout the years through elementary school, gay school, from what do you do in a fire? Um, what type of fire is it and what type of product to use? Because if it's a grease fire, yeah, you don't want to be throwing water on it, you know? Exactly. So there's different classes of fire extinguishers. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, pass, like you said earlier, point, aim, sweep, spray. Yeah. Just those little small things that are in the back of your mind that you need to realize and have your life to be able to survive. Wow. And actually, like, and after that, had to have a sit down with the fam and be like, hey, th- these are the things we need to keep some type of bag in case for emergencies. Mm-hmm. My building manager, she uh, gave me one of those. Uh, she gifted me one of the, like, emergency ladders. Very Put nice. that there. So, like, just in case of something, we need to get down from. It made weeks, people definitely high. more aware mm-hmm. of, yeah. of that. Hey, we might not be as prepared as we thought we was. Yep. You exactly. know, and, and, so, and that's what we were talking about before we, we fired up the cast. Like, just. Not having that false sense of just I'm just I'm just settled I'm I'm cool and I think you know just our perspectives definitely like I know for you and me P P Dub like even in the shot bro like you say a 360 you know what I'm saying always on the 360 down the floor the 360 so so I think having that little heightened awareness in us anyway innately kind of gives us a little bit of an edge like not better than anybody else but I think we have a different perspective when it comes to our surroundings because bro I'm always like. Looking around, people are like, yo, why are you not sitting over here? I'm like, well, if you really want to know, I got my back to the wall here because nobody can come to my back and, and hit me over here with something, anything, and then I can see all the... It's like you literally have to make sure, like when you're driving, rules of the road, make sure you have an out, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And this is what we're talking about, right? We're talking about giving your, your life an out, right? Like, like let me, let, me, let me even preface it with this. Like, this man has been involved in three fires. Yeah. So and, and the other one, this was this involved actually uh, uh, my family as well. So like hey, this you is call like me, you got to call me Mister Drip Chronicles. Man, drip, drip, drip hey. on them. We glad you're dripping on them, it's man. Because that look, drip down as the fire. Man. Been, it was but it was in a within a month though. Is what I'm saying. It's all period. happened within a month. So another mm. thing happened. So yeah. another day, maybe like a couple of days after uh, the building fire that I experienced, sleep at the crib. Oh, no, no. It was four because the earlier that same day at around 6 oh, p.m. It was some 6 smoke p.m. Coming there from was some smoke coming from an uh, apartment next door to my uh, place. And actually adjacent to mine as well. So we stay in close proximity. So that literally that place was in the middle of where we both they stay. They triangulating y'all locations where well, y'all live I right mean, now. like, whatever. <laughs> but I mean, like, we stay close enough to where the, the fire would have touched both our yeah, both yeah. our families. You see what I'm saying? And so I'll let you take it from so your perspective. Around 6 o'clock. Yeah. Uh, I just, I'm I'm sitting in the uh, I'm sitting in my room, and then my son comes in. and He's like, "Hey, you see all this smoke outside?" 
And now, like, anytime I hear the word, oh, you see some smoke outside, mm-hmm. it must be a fire. So I'm like, all right, let's grab all our stuff, what we need to you get. You was ready. Exactly. Was ready. I, had, I was ready already. Ready. So just, like, grab all the stuff that we need right now, throw it in the whips. Let's evaluate the situation. Walked outside, and the building adjacent to us, actually where I used to uh, stay when I first moved out here, was lit up on fire. And this was, like, midday. Right. And then... uh I was able to see like a whole tree burnt up next to it. And then the fire department, they came down, put it out. And I'm just like, oh, okay. That was just an experience right there. I'm like, man, maybe this is bad luck or something, man. Or or what's going on right now? And I know it was around the same time as the wildfire. So it was just a whole bunch of stuff going on. So you just unaware and but you just kind of on edge about everything. You know, it's real smoke and all the smog around in the air. Yeah, the air quality was crappy. That the air quality was the worst in the world. It was the worst in the world. Yeah, yeah. So you can't even go outside really. So, but go ahead. I don't want to take your perspective man, on it. No, nah, so just like the fire department came and put it out, and it's around 6 p.m. So, everything good, you know what I'm saying? But you're still assessing the situation. You're still on edge. <laughs> you got that anxiety. So, I'm like, okay, these days I'm going to just have to be around the crib in case this goes up. I want to be at the crib around the, the around the fam to make sure that in case anything needs to go off, I need to be the head of the house and make sure everything is situated the way it needs to be. Honcho. For real. <laughs> so, go to sleep that night. Around midnight, my neighbor calls me. Like, you see it's another fire going on right now? Same place as it was earlier today? I'm like, are you serious? Walked outside, this place is on fire now. And it's, like, super adjacent to our cribs. Right. Like, if it goes up that hill, it's where you at. Yep. And yep. it's right, if it blow, the wind blow a little bit. It's on y'all, y'all complex. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was crazy, man. And and picking up from there, and I'm gonna go backwards. Like when we, when you at like eleven or twelve, yeah. like that's when I hit you up too. I'm like, yo, like, are you good? Because like the first thing I think about is you. We had you had just talked about the other fire, mm-hmm. so I'm thinking like, oh my goodness. Like in my mind, I'm like, yo, I hope this didn't just happen again. And this this young man has lit a cigarette or something underneath you guys, and the, and the smoke went up. So I call you. You're like, no, I'm good. I'm looking at it right now. So I'm like, okay, at least I can rest easy there. But I'm still thinking in my mind, like, okay, is everybody safe down there? Are they good? And that fire, I mean, it's just so orange. Like we 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 were up, <laughs> we were up watching Cobra Kai, man, for real. Like interesting, very uh, very interesting um, series, but. Um, so we were up, we because I'm saying we're normally not up. That's what the context is. Usually it's like eleven, eleven thirty. We we put the boys to sleep so we can just chill out, do our business stuff, um, for the for the work. And then it's like my neighbor called us. He's like, "Hey man, did you like, look look outside? Because we got a lot of greenery back there, like a lot of a lot of land that was just so dry. It was dry, you know what I'm saying? And so if like you say, if that wind blow any direction, if it hits that, it's like a match. It's just gonna go up in flames. And so our house would have been it would have really came up to our house. And so um, I'm looking at it like, oh, my God, get everything. You know what I'm saying? We got our papers. We, 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 hopefully what they need to be, we grab all that. We got two little carry safes. We had all our documents in there, like the passports, the, the birth certificates. So the jewels, the diamonds, but the cash. But, but, we were, but we were able to get the boys out, you yeah. know what I'm saying, and get everybody out within 15 minutes, you know what I'm saying? And so I'm saying we had kind of, a little system in place where like if anything ever happens but we got to get out quick it's not just us it's not me and mary that we got to think about we got to think about okay in relation to the house no matter what where are the boys where are our kids where are like you said our documents so we can 
claim, you know, the things that we had to claim here because we're not worried about the house. Yeah, and it's low-key, you would think it might be kind of cheesy, but it might even be good to just have a fire drill for your own Ooh. crib, maybe once a quarter or something, yes, or just just to have that scenario Yes. Um, so you're good to yes. go just in case it happens and people aren't panicking and you don't know what to do or what positions to be in. That could be something that could be implemented as well, too. Um, my biggest thing that I'm taking away from all the different perspectives is the fact that you educated yourself, you use these different scenarios to actually learn from situations, implement it in your life, even though you weren't, quote unquote, directly affected, meaning that your apartment didn't go down. The one underneath that was other close to you, you, you big time could have been affected by that. Wow. But you're just using the information and the knowledge you gain from that to be ready for these other scenarios. Yep. And now it's like, you know, PJ saw the fire. He was like, wasn't running around. Like, what are we gonna do? When we, he's like, Look, there's smoke, and then you have a plan, let's go execute and do what right, we need to do. Right, right. So, it's just always just good just to be prepared. And you know, prepared it comes in many stages, even from that aspect. You talk about financial preparedness from what you're talking about, making sure that you have some money stashed away for a rainy day or something like that. Because in life, you're gonna get touched. It's not about a matter of if it happens, it's just, just when it happens. happens. Yep, Cause yep. It, and I'm say that to say that when you're in the thick of life and you're going through things, sometimes you don't take time to take a step out of seeing what's going on right now to do that risk analysis, to prepare for the unknown, uh -huh. um, to make sure that you're covered. Yeah. I do live by faith, but at the same time, I got to keep it G and understand that trial and tribulations are just a part of life. Things will happen. So just at least think of some things I can do to help mitigate some more harm in the future. Yeah, yeah. but on the other hand, being prepared for this, I think it comes with the fact that we pick up the lean mentality mm. and always uh, talk about efficiency because that's what, you know, we all STEM professionals. So we know how lean uh, lean Six Sigma works. Build, so, measure, learn. Man, build, measure, learn, Tim Wood, making sure you get rid of waste yes, and increase yes, efficiency. Sir. You know what yes, I'm saying? Sir. So being able to have the documents in one place, it makes it a, just a one-stop shop. This is how I get everything. It's, mm -hmm. it's spreading out. It's spread out far enough that it ain't all in the same place, but you know how to get to it. You exactly. know, you got those stash away, One, two, stash three, away. Four, five, six, done. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So just having those things in mind. So, you know, at this point in time, you know, everything is, I mean, the material stuff is material stuff. Making sure that you got the important things in place is the most important thing. So, and making sure that everyone's safety. Like when it went, when everything went up, you was the first one to call me besides my neighbor, like, mm -hmm. hey, P. Um, this is what's going on outside. Are you aware of it? All yeah. right, man, I'm taking care of the fam. So yeah. that's just important yeah. that you was able to do that, just checking on, hey, we live in the same vicinity around each other. Let me make sure that the homie is good. Exactly. So. That was because, I mean, I told you, like, you you hadn't told me about that situation. You educated me, so you shared your story with me. You could have just had that happen that morning and then just been like, what's up, Al? And, and say nothing. But I think we have that type of relationship where we always trying to improve. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And it ain't no, like, I, I'm, I'm one up in peel. I'm one up in dub. No, it's just if you see something and the lesson is learned there, I'm trying to I'm trying to give it to you. Like, or at least the lesson that I learned. Like, you can take whatever you want from it, but but I'm I'm very excited about this conversation because like it really it really let me personally know that the things that we were doing unseen when things the time happened. Seen. It was we was ready to go because we talk about that all the time. Like for real, like low key. Like we like, hey, you did you hear about okay, there's wildfires, like and then we adjust. Yeah. Like for our honeymoon. Like we had to adjust our schedule because of wildfires and unseen things. We were still able to maneuver, but we were thinking in our, thinking ahead, like, okay, if these wildfires don't calm down, mm -hmm. 
why would we go down here and try to enjoy this this San Francisco Bay Area at this time, especially? So it was already touch and go because of what's going on anyway, but we had a plan to attack that. Get in there, right to the hotel, chill, and be there, and just relax and chill. But the air was crappy, so we had to adjust. You know what I'm saying? So just having having the awareness of something will go wrong at some point. Mm-hmm. Don't be a scaredy cat, but just be like, hey, do I am I covered for three to six months of, of just if I don't have a job right now? You know what I'm saying? Or am I covered for, you know, um if I if I lose my job, you know what I'm saying? Or if I lose my house or whatever. Or if I'm just not able to produce the income that I used to produce, am I prepared for that scenario? And if you're listening to this and you're like, damn, I didn't even, you know, this corona is uh giving me this woe be- you still can come out of it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? This is what we're saying. Like, but you've got to take a, a like a stance right now and say, look, even if I wasn't prepared, then I can start today right now looking at my just my whole situation. Yeah. Get Definitely. yourself a plan and then make a backup plan and then make a backup plan, a backup, the backup plan. Mm-hmm. And make sure you get those things in order and check on check on the close ones mm-hmm. because you never know what someone's going through, as always. But like you said, man, just having those things in place just make you be able to uh, lay easier and to be more comfortable being in, you know what I'm saying, the environment that we're in right now. Right. So we got these measures in place, but we still de- dealing with a pandemic going on, mm-hmm. dealing with the social injustice that's going on. Yeah, know? hey, them cops, y'all guilty. Y'all need to go to jail besides some wanton abandoned, but we're going to get on that later. You know what I'm talking about. Rest in peace, Breonna Taylor. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. <sighs> I'm sorry, that just stuck a nerve. Oh no, no, man. <laughs> I mean, but that's what this was about, dude. Like, like awareness, awareness, yep. G. Like, and I'm saying with the with the social medias, I'm saying there there is some positive in it to be able to to be aware. But at mm-hmm. the same time, you know, it's not. It, it, it's about understanding your. How do I say it? Your lens that you're looking at the info that you're getting, the awareness that you're becoming aware of, if that's like you know. That was kind of circuitous, but it you have to understand where you are right now and where you're trying to go, and that's how you get prepared, right? You get prepared by thinking of okay, if this scenario pops up, do I have what I need to be to go through it, and that's it. What is wanton endangerment, bro? <sighs> Man, we're gonna have to leave this off the internet. In most cases, people can largely identify what is prohibited under the law by the name of the offense. For example, we generally know what what the crime is when somebody is charged with a drug possession, DUI, robbery, rape, murder. Wanton endangerment is a little more difficult to define. <laughs> Kentucky statutes define wantonly this way. A person acts wantonly with respect to a result or to a circumstance described by a statute defining an offense when he is aware of a consciously disregards a substantial and unjustifiable risk that the result will occur or that the circumstance exists. The risk must be of such nature and degree that disregard thereof constitutes a gross deviation from the standard of conduct that a reasonable person would observe in this situation. So... That is a lot of legal jargon, but basically what it comes down to breaks down to from what I've been educated on, maybe not so much from the hearsay law that I just read, because it is kind of convoluted, is when you just knowingly put people at risk. And what the officers got charged for is wanton endangerment for the shots of fired, and it could possibly hurt the affecting neighbors. 
not necessarily that the person got killed in the house. <laughs> so which, they're charging for the people on the outside. The walls that got the walls that got shot. It's ridiculous. Um, it's, it's, and I'm not going to downplay that because yeah, that's true. The bullets could have hit them. But, but what they about did the, what hit about, somebody. That's what I'm saying. What about the bullets that did hit somebody? They did hit somebody. We well, just gonna just say that wasn't endangerment. That is then that they 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 are endangered now. They're not here. Yeah, so rest in peace, rest in peace man. That's in peace. man. I, I hate to kill the vibes, but we just talk about um everything that's good going on. That just struck a nerve, brother. Spirit, uh, is, but, is, but awareness, man. But, you gotta share that but awareness, it is awareness, man. man. Like just what's going on around us and us being prepared. Just there's three mm-hmm. black men traveling. You know what I'm saying? Day to day. So it's. I mean, I think the thing is us having having those conversations, like just straight up convos about what's going on and kind of like you like you say the lessons that we've learned. And I'm telling you, like, this has been a hell of a month. You know what I'm saying? A lot of highs yeah, and some month, lows. Bro, the, the year. Yeah. <laughs> the 2020 year. is a year unpredictable. Yeah. And that's it why, really you know what I'm saying, the people that were that were a little bit more prepared, I mean, they are they are where they are. And so, I mean, are they, are they complaining? I don't know. Hey, but it's never too late. Get prepared. Get, uh, gather knowledge on what's going on. Gather history. Understand people's surroundings. People uh, stay aware. Stay in the news. Stay in the history. Learn from mm-hmm. it, and make sure you apply those lessons learned to your daily life to help uh, elevate yourself. Yeah, and I just got one last thing to say in general. This is we're coming from our perspective and where we currently are. We didn't get here overnight. We talking about three to six months of uh, living expenses or emergency funds stashed away. Start with $50. Start with $100. It doesn't matter. It's just going to build over time. And it's just those small, consistent steps that you can make to get there at the end of the day. Um, we live in a quick-fix society. Um, microwave generation. Hmm. Instant gratification. But just take the small steps, and you'll definitely get there. Be intentional about what you're doing. Yep. Wow. That's And that's what it was. You know, when when the shit hit the fan, literally, you were intentional. I need to get my family out. There was no room for error there. You see what I'm saying? And when you can laser focus in like that in your life, and I'm not saying that everybody's perfect. Everybody's going to be just hitting on all cylinders all the time. But what I'm saying, like you said, intentionality, bro. Like, you intentionally moved the way you moved. You was like, hey, Tosh, hey, Tosh, get up now. Ain't no, oh, well, no. Heads out of bed. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. There's no time for questioning here. You intentionally, as the leader that you are, bam, I need to get the important pieces of my life safe. Mm-hmm. There is no question. And I'm saying that's intentionality in your life. And and now, because of that, your awareness has gone to another level. Another Let's level. Let's go say it. What super, super saying? You know, went to another level. Ascend it. You know, went to it. And so now you're going to be a lot more capable of maneuvering through situations that might cause others anxiety because you you have been seasoned enough to know okay when sh- sh- literally shit hit the fan don't panic mm-hmm. what can i do here what what can i control here and, and you know you did it right and you were so cold and efficient because you still had enough time to save somebody's life bro mm. yeah so wrapping that all up man yeah and we can't gloss over that one yeah. you can't gloss over that one hey but didn't even think about that's it. That's why you need to be sorry, that's the last time I'm cutting you off and did a couple of times. I will be weird. <laughs> but that's why you need to be worried about killing black folks, because you might be killing the person that could be saving your life. Message. Mm. For real.
real and mm-hmm. and just when you're in a situation man and you don't even think about it it's like man it's a it's another person you know what I'm saying i just got to make sure that i do what i can to help you know save somebody if they in duress so right, right. didn't even think about it but just did enough to um to change a life or to, to to make something happen and you know it's just something that gives me that gratification just knowing that hey i was in the right place at the right time to yeah. do this yep. you know what i'm saying i don't look for nothing from it it's just about you know mm-hmm. saying you pay it forward you give back because one at one point in time he was defending our country you know what i'm saying right. he, if he was a veteran so he did something to put his life on the line and it just happened to come you know full circle and i was able to save somebody as well so yeah. you know that's mm-hmm. just how i think about it but it also drives awareness because now you aware of like what you can do and like how to have your backup plan. Mm-hmm. The same with you, so because you was ready in that same instance, yep. like because you it was just the stories and and we learned from the lesson. Yeah. So it was, the lesson was put out there. We were challenged and we were able to overcome the uh, the objective or uh, the obstacle that was in our way, and it got us ready and prepared, more prepared for the next day and the next day. And as these things change, we begin to adapt to the situation as we can and still learn from it. So I'm just glad that we were learning from the lesson instead of being uh, delinquent to the lesson Mm -hmm. or losing to the lesson or not learning from it and beginning our insanity circle. Right. Well, you shared it, though. It won't affect you. Like, oh, this can't happen to me. But you have to have the courage to share that. You know what I'm saying? Splash everywhere. Ain't no fire gonna come around me. But I'm not calling you, though. If if you don't hit me up the day, like, I think it was that day of or the day before, well, you told me about your story. You see what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying when we when we are able to tell our stories, bro. When we're able to really understand something for the first time or maybe the second time. And it can apply to others' lives. You know, hopefully it's coming off here yeah, in hopefully, the podcast. Hey, yeah, you listeners, hopefully y'all getting something from this. We just trying to let y'all know, like you said, from our perspective, the stories that would go on with us. And maybe you can learn a lesson from it. Or maybe you got something, some you want to share some insight with us. Right. Please reach out to us at twoshotguysamilehigh at gmail.com. As always, follow us on Instagram, like the content, love the content, share with somebody you know, somebody that may uh, have some use for this episode. We always like to hear back and get feedback from you. We appreciate all the listeners. We appreciate you tuning in. This is P. Will, Drip Chronicles, Young Tunchi, Fireman, whatever you want to call hey. me. <laughs> Lifesaver. For real, man. Al Digger. Still, still tagless. <laughs> WB, come five with me. Y'all stay blessed. Stay blessed. Love y'all.